Hey, this is Scott. And this is Rusty. We want to tell you about our Patreon page. We have a couple of tiers to choose from. No matter which one you choose, circumcision will not be required. Also, no matter which tier you choose, you will have our begrudging gratitude. And let's not forget the satisfaction you'll feel supporting two of the great artists of this generation. In addition, our patrons will have exclusive access to weekly post-show discussions, as well as our latest project, The Libel, the Bible, Bible. A modern interpretation of the Bible, as translated and written by us. Keep an eye out for a free preview of the first four chapters of Genesis, being released weekly, this month through our regular feed. Visit us at patreon.com slash libelthebible to sign up. That's patreon.com slash libelthebible. Choose the tier that's right for you. And previously on Libel the Bible. Rusty uses his privilege and white splains the American black experience and details why Kyrie and Kanye have ignorant beliefs. Scott sits there and doesn't interrupt. I was probably dozing off like the audience. We learned about circumcising the foreskin of your heart in order to love Yahweh fully. We learned about loving strangers. Honestly, it's mostly Moses rehashing shit from Exodus. Sort of like Rusty bringing up the same shit over and over. Fuck off, Scott. And now, episode 48 of Libel the Bible. What's up, everybody? I'm Scott. I'm Rusty. This is Libel the Bible. Tell everybody where we are recording. Oh, we are coming at you from Stiff Neck Studios, Studio B. Studio B. So this is our third studio, or third recording space. Yeah, well, we'll call them studios, yeah. We had to apologize once because of a belief that there was going to be an echo. So we're going to have to do that again. Like if you're hearing like an echo, we apologize. Um, the walls are empty right now. The walls are bare. The like walls our, are bare. Like our cupboards. So, yeah. <clears throat> hint, hint, Patreon. Like our, oh, like our cupboards. cupboards. Our cupboards are bare. <laughs> oh, nice. So you're like pushing the Patreon finally. Uh, you know. Yeah. Listen, you fucking fucks. <laughs> All right. Some of you fucking, you're going to click on this goddamn fucking show the day that it comes out. Yeah. Right? You're like, you're listening yeah. today. Yeah. Uh, so if you're so eager to fucking listen to us, why don't you get your fucking scummy ass on over to patreon.com slash libel the Bible. And fucking sign up for like a fucking monthly subscription. Yeah, do something, man. I mean, really, you're listening the first day it came out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Enough of you listen the first day that it comes out where, you know what, fucking, why don't you part with $5 of your fucking money? I'll tell you what. Yeah. If any of you listening right now look up at the clock and it's 421 (laughs) Eastern Standard Time... (laughs) You owe us a little something, something. If you're getting up just to hear this, at, you know, the moment after it releases. And, 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 and in addition to that, well, first of all, if you're up at 420 to listen to this, because that's when we release it, get it, <laughs> 420. <laughs> um, for sure, you not only owe us a, 
a subscription, but maybe a little something extra too, because obviously you love it that much. The rest of you, if you're listening on the first day, I don't care if it's at 420 or 1230 or 5 o'clock, get your piece of shit grubbing fucking asses over to our Patreon, you cocksuckers. I'm just saying, I'm getting really tired of this audience. Easy, man. Easy, easy, man. All right. All right. Oof. All right. So... So what do you uh, think of the studio, man? What do you think of the space? Yeah, it's the studio's there, right? great. Um, Scott and I are sitting across from each other. We've got like a desk. We've got our computers. We'll we'll put up a picture. Uh, we got a nice big screen monitor on the wall. We've got a stiff-necked studios, like our whole like banner and logo. We look like a startup. <laughs> we almost look like a startup. And I'm going to tell and you. And we're that. making about as much money as a startup. Which means we're bleeding money right now. <laughs> I just want to point things out. Like people are like, oh, they got a big screen monitor on the TV. Yo, my father's neighbor was throwing this TV out and I, and I grabbed it and it still worked. Right. That's where we're at. Your favorite podcasters are getting TVs from the fucking garbage <laughs> that people don't want, okay? Let me tell you something. Scott's father, he doesn't live, like, in a wealthy neighborhood. Like, he's not, like, rich Uncle Pennybags, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's, like, lives in a lower middle class area, and if someone's throwing out the TV... Think about what kind of TV it is <laughs> that's, that's being thrown at. lower middle class garbage TV is right. what it is. Right. So... I'm actually looking at the name of the TV. <laughs> I'm not saying they're ever going to sponsor us, but it ain't LG. It ain't a Sony. You know what I'm saying? It's... Wait a minute. It's a shop. They don't make TVs? Ah, oh, they're shit TVs, oh, man. I mean, yeah. But it's an Aquos. Sharp as shit. Everyone knows, like, LG is good and Samsung are good. I don't know what the fuck Sharp. Yo, this TV is so weird. It does not even have a USB <laughs> port. Like, if you remember when you used to be able to, like, put a thumb drive with either sure. videos or pictures? It doesn't even have that availability. Yeah. Does it have it how many HDMI it's ports? Got a lot of, it's got, like, five HDMI ports. Really? So I got a Google Chromecast on there, so right. I can watch my shit down here if I want. I mounted it too high because it didn't come with a mount either. Right. I had to build my own mount. Right. And I'm not the handiest guy. I've gotten a little better. And it is perfectly level, but it's way too up. I mean, listen, maybe one day when we we can certainly incorporate video. I don't see why not, because we can put like different like cameras up. Oh yeah! As soon as I find someone throwing some out, well, so that's the thing. So again, it when we get enough patrons, right, to make it worth our while, because ideally, like you know, like if you have money. Then you can like sit there and take time to edit your videos and things mm-hmm. like that. You know what I'm saying? So like we can ideally, in an ideal situation, definitely put out a video podcast as a companion, or just go full video, whatever. Maybe even like live stream on Twitch. So the point is, now that we have this TV, we can definitely utilize it. But I'm not going to do that until we get some money rolling in here. Yeah. Because like, it's just not worth my time. It's not worth your time. Yeah, I'm not going to get my head done until like, we get some paying customers. <laughs> right. So all this is a long way of saying that we have a nice new studio. We're not going anywhere. We're continuing to record. And you fucking dummies should go over to our Patreon 
and fucking support us. Otherwise, you're pieces of shit, and I don't want to know fucking any of you. How about that? What are you laughing at, Scott? You fucking piece of shit. You know what? Did you sign up for our fucking you, Patreon? <laughs> you know half the content you, you put up, I can't, face. I can't listen to. <laughs> I just actually, I'm feeling better about myself that you know me as long as you do and you treat me like garbage. Yeah. But you treat people you don't even know like garbage too. So oh, like, yeah. No, because everyone's, so, like, everyone's garbage. Everyone's garbage too. Shit, so, man. I'm not going to take it so personally anymore. Fucking pieces of shit. Yeah, that's why I accidentally blasted your ears out on the headphones before. Oh, yeah. Accidentally. <laughs> that's another thing, man. Oh, my God. I want to change fucking, our equipment. It's yeah. Ru- it's, it's, it's literally ruining the quality of our podcast, if yeah. not our lives. Well, it's not so much ruining the quality of... I mean, it's definitely... We want this podcast to sound better, but it ruins like the vibe before. Like we're constantly having to fiddle and adjust this equipment because it's so bad. Yeah. It's so bad. Well, you know what? This is this. I know you, you got it on your plate with the podcast, but maybe you do some homework on like the, what we need to do to replace that. Well, I already just know. I, we have to I know. If we have to go into, we the, have to go to we. Dead I know shit. what it is. It's the Scarlet Two Twelve. That uh, sounds expensive. It's like a buck fifty, a buck seventy, some somewhere in between there. I'll, I'll go into the debt for that much. A buck fifty, a buck. We'll make 70. that shit up quick once this thing starts rolling. So anyway, what's going on, man? Um, in, in light of the new studio, obviously it's not finished yet. I didn't do any permanent cabling because we don't know how it's going to be set up yet. Um, so it's still a work in progress. But and I know you don't drink, but I think we should take a time right here. here take one of these. Mm-hmm. Scott's got some champagne flutes. Yeah, yeah. And I got a bottle of Moet just waiting oh, to be popped. Oh, shit. Right? For the studio, christening yeah. of the studio. Yeah. Oh, should I just smash it against the wall? No, don't do that. <laughs> should I just smash it against this fucking equipment that sucks? You might want to do that. <laughs> All right. So the I'm gonna, I'm the problem is we don't have patrons to fucking support new equipment yet. Maybe we could have like a text show. Like, we'll just be like, we'll just type shit. Yeah, man. Let me tell you something. If two idiots and a dog can have patrons, there's no reason we can't have patrons. How do you know they have patrons? Because it lists how many patrons they have. So people can see how little patrons we have? No. We've already discussed this. We've had this conversation. Oh, shit. I've kept that private. Nice. You want a whole glass? I know you don't drink. I'm not going to have a whole glass. Yeah, I'll give so you, you, a little can, bit. you could pour me whatever you want, but I'm... You know. uh, the more I pour you, the less I get out of the bottle. I had... Um, you get a little fucking... You get a little toasting amount. Don't be touching it yet. I had a little 10 milligram gummy on my way over here. That's what like... Does, um, that's a light... Like a light little gummy. I just bought them. Oh, that's you. <laughs> yeah, I'm rustling through my coat looking for um drugs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are you in here for? Drugs? No. <laughs> what are you in here for? Drugs. <laughs> so let's uh see I got some of these. You want one? Space gem. No, I'm not ready to do this. Not in this environment anyway. All right, let's uh toast to the new studio. studio. Thank yeah, you, yeah. Scott, for building it. Clink. Should we do that right now on the microphone? I'm just gonna drink. Oh, champagne is fucking gross. 
is not that good. I don't know why people like champagne. I got to be honest. It's really not that good. I don't know where it came from either. I mean, I've been saving it. So that's what a 10 milligram looks like, huh? I mean, it could be 50 milligram. Oh, same right. thing. It doesn't matter. Size, you know, it's just how much of the extract is used in the baking process. So now, is that officially legal in New York City to be walking around with that in your pocket? Yes. Nice. But you can't buy it or sell it in front of anybody, right, or something? Like- Not yet. You can if you have um, a medical card. Oh, okay. But uh, at the end of this month, their dispensaries are opening legally. Nice. It's about fucking But it doesn't matter because dispensaries are already open all over the place. We've got two in my neighborhood. Nice. nice. Do you think it's because of you that they have two in your neighborhood? I think it's because of everybody <laughs> that they have two in my neighborhood. <laughs> no, I meant, at first I meant because you, you, I understand. you do a lot of drugs, but I'm wondering if the rest of the neighborhood I don't do a lot of drugs. I just, I'm just saying, man. Uh, now I'm just wondering if- I do, I, do, yo. I do an appropriate amount <laughs> of drugs. So I'm wondering if the rest of your neighborhood needs to do drugs now because you're in their midst. Yes, I, yes. I got it. That, that was a very long way yeah, of saying well, Rusty's fucking... an asshole well, and uh, people need to smoke a lot of weed to deal with Rusty. So <sighs> it's always funny. Here's, so here's what's going on in my neighborhood now. Yeah. What are you whispering? That it's, it's shitty. Really not that good. <laughs> so here's the problem. So now in my neighborhood's Facebook page, right? you know how like neighborhoods have Facebook pages? So in my neighborhood's Facebook page, there's like a whole subset of people who are like complaining about like the fact that there's a dispensary and they're like, it's two and a half blocks from a school. And, you know, so mm-hmm. so then I'm always like the one that has to come in and I'm like, well, first of all, you know what else is two and a half blocks from the school? Two liquor stores and three bars. Okay, there's three bars right around exactly the same area as the dispensaries and liquor stores. And by the way, people aren't going into the dispensary and then hanging out outside the dispensary (laughs) fucking smoking or doing edibles. You know what I'm saying? And if they are, the worst thing that's happening is they're having a disjointed conversation about the Deeper meanings of like existence and reality. You mean they're not sitting there on you know? wretched milk crates? You know? Do you remember when the Giuliani administration it had to be him? They were giving people tickets for sitting on milk crates outside of like bodegas and shit. Well, that's like the broken windows policing. Yeah, I, I mean, it's coming back now, too. Yeah, it's a, listen, it's a great, fancy, nice name for just harassing people for no fucking reason. It's awful. They're harassing the wrong people, too, by the way. It's always the wrong people. This that guy are being hanging harassed. out on a milk crate. He's the fucking problem. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there's always the people who, like, you know, raise a panic about marijuana. And it's like... There's bar. People are drinking alcohol. There's like bars. There's fights because of alcohol. You know what I'm saying? So what are we talking? And they're drinking here in the neighborhood, you know? Yeah. No one's going to a dispensary and hanging out outside a dispensary smoking weed. Like they're buying weed to go like either home or to a party or to hang out. No one's standing in front of the fucking dispensary smoking. Yeah, you're probably smoking right in front of the police station just to stick it to the man, if I know you, man. 
Well, first of all, I can, so it's not even sticking it to them anymore. Right. Now you got to like do like, you know, mushrooms or like escalate the situation. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking weed's nothing now. See? You always got to escalate, man. Yeah, you got to listen, man. You got to let these pigs know what's what. I bought a backup bottle of wine just in case the fucking champagne sucks. Is that the good one? Is that the Cabernet it's that I like? That dad likes. Yes. I found another bottle, actually. That what's it called? It's a Robert Mondavi. It's a Cabernet T- Sauvignon. It's a, the bourbon barrel aged. All right. So okay. tell my dad because he, he listens and he likes that wine. It's Robert Mondavi. Robert Mondavi, private selection, bourbon barrel aged Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good wine. I was gonna tell you. If, I was gonna tell you if you, you see, but Dad, I have a bottle that maybe I'll, it's a Pinot Noir, mm-hmm. which is not usually my uh, my thing. Yeah, but it's actually the, one of the most flavorful Pinot Noirs I've ever had. And I'm assuming your dad's a cab guy too, if he likes this one. He does. He loves Cabernets. So that's his favorite. Might actually like this Pinot. I'll give it to you. When, just remind me when you, before you leave. Have you ever seen the movie Bottle Shock? No, I'm sorry, not Bottle Shock. No. Sideways. My bad. Sideways. <laughs> it's two completely different names, okay? But no, no. But they're both wine movies in California, so that's why I got them confused. Oh. So uh, sideways, the main character. It's like basically, it's like a bachelor party trip with two friends. One of them's getting married, so they go on the bachelor party through like wine country in California. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the guys, like his fucking wine is Pinot Noir. Like he loves Pinot Noir. And he mm-hmm. talks about Pinot Noir. And so the reason you might not like Pinot Noir, according to Sideways the movie, it's a very hard grape to like cultivate properly. And so Pinot Noirs are very, it's like, it's like pizza. You know how like... Mm-hmm. The taste like varies like wildly from right, one right. place to another, so it's like the same thing with Pinots, and so it's hard to find a good Pinot. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's my lack of a uh, wine snobbery, but that's, or uh, just your lack of everything else, your lack of knowledge right, so about almost everything. Shock? As, as, <laughs> as as I've you know, we should add to to the website. You have like a section that's titled Revelations. And yeah. I don't think there's enough of them because every time I listen to an episode, Scott's always learning like 50 new things. <laughs> well, the problem is the website's way behind. I haven't gone like filtered. Yeah. I'm trying. Once the studio, now the studio's, now I just got to work on heat. <laughs> is that is that what it is? Yeah, it's just I haven't been able to a chance, you know. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I work full time and then I build build studios <laughs> and then I got to work on a, on, on a website. So I just, it's, it's a lack of time right now. But now this is a, this is a big milestone right here. I would say now we, everything from here is incrementally. Yeah, I would say we should refocus what's on the website. As great as it is, yeah, I agree. It's stale. It's right it's there. too much. Yeah. Oh, I, I scaled it back a little. What's that? I just scaled some of the stuff back just last night, actually. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a lot. It's overwhelming. Yeah. I've got some ideas. We'll discuss it off the air. Yeah. Are we going to discuss anything else, or are we just going to like ramble on? Uh, you know what? I want to discuss the fact that I left my. Uh, my, my corkscrew outside the room, and I don't want to interrupt. So why don't you just pause the recording? Can I do that? Of course. You're right with that. We'll be back. Really fuck up your flow. Come yeah. on. Be right back, people. All right, we're back. Sorry we're back. That. Well, there's nothing to apologize to them for, because for them it was like I was apologizing a to you, second. Man. I was apologizing. Oh, you should apologize to me. I did. More often. <laughs> and just randomly, too. Just <laughs> there's uh, a... <laughs> 
there's a cord behind you. You keep like tugging on it. It's like completely distracting me because it just constantly is like moving. It's Whoa. like back and forth. And if forth. I pull that out, all this shit goes dead. <laughs> what, what's it stuck on? It's it's not warm enough, so it's just. Oh, so, my, so let me move my stool a little. So oh, I see what's going on. So try try and bear with it. Like I said, I didn't wire anything permanent because I didn't know how it was going to be permanent. No. Listen, people. You know, just stop complaining about what we're discussing. We we got a new studio set up. There's going to be some kinks to work out on the air. You think there's some people at a watch party right now going, what the fuck are these people talking about? Why yeah. The fuck we, yeah. This is why we don't pay for this shit. Yeah. Well, you know what? These people, they can go fuck themselves then. So you think we should let uh, people, uh, you know, patrons, patrons, patrons. <laughs> like see some pictures of the place? In its current iteration? I think we should let everybody see pictures of the place. I don't think it needs to be a patron-only event. Well, what the fuck? Why, why fucking pay for the milk if you get the cow for free or some shit like that? I mean, really, we're not. A picture of our studio is hardly the cow. <laughs> it might be like a hoof, you know? It might be like some shit that you make, like, you know, fucking... What's that gross cheese, head cheese? <laughs> It might be like some shit you make head cheese from. Is, that, um, is it a cleft hoofed animal? <laughs> a cleft, a clean, the, and an the unclean. Choose the cud. Oh my god! I can't wait to get into that again today, because there's more of that. Because we haven't listened to fucking the dietary fucking restrictions enough. We got to listen to some more of that bullshit today. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I'm disappointed that champagne kind of sucked. Oh. So, for those in the audience, by the way, since you are along on this journey with us, here's what you should know. The Torah. The Torah is the first five books of the Old Testament. Scott, what are the first five books of the Old Testament? Oh, 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 hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Genesis. um, Exodus. Leviticus. Leviticus. Numbers. Numbers. Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. And we've already done the first four. And we're in the middle of the fifth, right? We're like a third into the fifth. So when we are done with Deuteronomy, uh, we will have done the entirety of the Torah. We will have read it. We will have taken notes on it, analyzed it, discussed it, broken it down. Some would say that is a scholarly... Analysis of the Torah. I, I can bet you it's probably more 90% more scholarly than, I'm sorry, it's more scholarly than 90% of the people who, who abide by it. Yep. And for those of you that have been along on the journey with us, you have been our rabbinical students, so to say. Nice. Right? And so you... Um, are also now versed in the Torah. Nice. Yeah. I should have saved this sh- shitty champagne for that moment. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, that's like a way to look at it. You know, even if we do nothing else, we will have read the fucking Torah. You mean nothing else in our lives? Or? <laughs> yeah. What's funny is this is yeah. <laughs> in many ways, I mean, with the show, I mean, in many ways, this is my mother-in-law's dream like she has been praying for me to like get in touch with my judaism right but the monkey claw (laughs) has fucking the monkey paw has curled 
You know that you know the phrase. I, I guess I know what it means just by context, but no, I don't think I've ever heard that. Well, it's kind of like when you wish for something, be careful what you wish for because it winds up like coming to fruition, but in a fucked up way that you never like could have imagined. So, in her wish for me to get in touch with my Judaism, a large part of that was like reading, you know, the Torah or like texts, you know, Ju- texts of like Judaism. And I have done that, but not in the way that she <laughs> could ever have imagined me doing it. So could you say that you could have just said, careful what you wish for, but you Nietzsche'd it and said monkey claw, 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 claw. <laughs> That's like the, the, the meme of the moment. The meme of the moment is saying like monkey paw curls. Never so what, Scott? Um, that is Scott. You haven't heard of a lot of shit. Like no. you don't have to like say it like it's a revelation. So, so your mother-in-law is a Christian. She was a nun. We've we've discussed yeah, this so on I'm, the show. She's she's not just. So let's clarify this also, because when we we make fun of Christians for not really being Christians, for being hypocrites, for not even knowing like the Bible. Yeah. So she's not a Christian in that sense. First of all, she's not an evangelical. So she's not like a Protestant that proselytizes to people, that's a born again. She's a Catholic. She's not a New York Catholic. So New York Catholics, you have your Italians and your fucking Irish, and those are like fire and brimstone Catholics, you know, like heaven and hell. She is a Northern European Catholic, like a, a Danish Catholic and a Midwest American Catholic. They're to themselves. They don't really discuss like hell a lot. Mm. You know, they're very private. They keep their religion private. Um, She's read all of the religious texts. She's very well versed in both the Christian and Jewish texts. Okay. So she is a scholar, a Christian scholar in addition to being a believer and she was a Franciscan nun. So that is the context for her wishing for me to find, like, my Judaism. <laughs> How mad is your wife and her parents that she married you? How mad is my wife? At her parents. So she married you oh. and to get back at them. Oh, there's a whole fucking. I can't even. No, no, it's, no I was making. They don't have the seriousness that they, they don't, don't have an stuff. instrument that can gauge the level of <laughs> anger she feels towards her parents <laughs> for for letting the marriage happen. You know, like how they calculate like the brightness of like distant stars. Like even that would not gauge the level of contempt. That she feels. Wow. All right. Wow. So getting back to uh, the good part of that conversation, why does she want you to be get in touch with your Ju- Judaism? Your, is that what you said, Judaism? My Judaism. Because she believes she has faith. She believes in God. and so getting, so She probably doesn't want me to go to hell. So she's chill with the fact that if you were to embrace your faith, that you would be a Jew as opposed to a Christian. Yes. She's okay with that. Very much so. See, like, wait a minute. Like, if most religious people were like that, a lot of shit disappears in this world. For her, it's about faith, you know? That's cool. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. 
I would the A word has never been brought up though in all our conversations. Like it's been skirted around. We've had conversations where like I've asked questions, I've made statements that sort of imply that big A, you know, the capital <laughs> A word, you know what the A word is? Yeah. Oh. Not asshole. <laughs> oh. I'm not saying it, man. Atheism. <gasps> so that word has never been spoken, but like there have been conversations where it's been sort of implied. Yeah. You know. But they know. They got to know. I mean, it's like Schrodinger's cat. You know Schrodinger's cat? Yes. So it's like if I don't say I'm an atheist, I, I exist in both states at the same time. I'm both an atheist and not an atheist. Right. right. Hmm. You know, because I haven't said it. Yeah. Huh. Well, hopefully she's right. And, you know, like once we get to Jesus Christ, you'll. Uh... No. You know who's not an atheist? <laughs> Moses. Moses. Moses is not an atheist, no. Moses. Or at least he do, he doesn't act like an atheist. Moses is becoming a rambling like, like it's it's a lot. Senile. Yeah, it's a lot, and it, and some of Yahweh's instructions are abhorrent as well. By the way, I love that word. Abhorrent? That's the big A word now. You don't know what abhorrent means? No, of course I do. But I think that should be the big A word. Oh, well, for this, I mean, there's a lot of big A words. Yeah. So let's get into Deuteronomy. Uh, Deuteronomy, we left off at Deuteronomy 11. Um, you can listen to the fucking previously on if you want. Excuse me. You can listen to the previously on. That's that's the champagne, by that's the way. That's that one sip of that champagne. Yep. Huh? So if you want to listen, if you want to know what happened last episode, go listen to that. Fuck off. Um, then after you're done listening to the previously on to figure out what the fuck happened last episode, why don't you go fucking join our Patreon at patreon.com slash libel the Bible. Don't push it so hard. You're don't stepping push. over the fucking promo, bro. Sorry, That's man. our Sorry. promo. Libel uh, fucking patreon.com slash libel the Bible. <laughs> Yo, Yo. Stop pushing so hard, man. Scott. Don't look you don't understand. Don't look desperate. We get the tapes. We sell the tapes. And then we give you your money. Wait a minute. We need your money. To, what was that from? You showed me that clip. That's the clip on our Patreon. That's from Boogie right. Nights. By the way, that man in that clip is Robert Downey Jr.'s dad, Robert Downey. The man that's like, that's a you problem. That's not a me problem. I didn't see the movie. And when it's, did Robert Downey... You didn't see what movie? It's the clip that's on our oh. Patreon. It's literally on our Patreon. Okay. There's a 30-second clip. You haven't seen it? Who's Morton Downey Jr.? <laughs> is he related to the other Jordan? No, he's not. Do you want to know who he is? No, I just want to know if he was a relation. No, because you said who is Morton Downey. Yeah, I don't know. What, what would be a weird thing to say? That guy was like the original Jerry Springer yeah, show. yeah. But, like, he was, like, really an antagonist. Yeah. <laughs> like, Springer was not an antagonist. Well, More, he, no, come uh, on. He, no. More, what Jerry, you're right, you're right. What Jerry Springer did was he put volatile people into a room together, and they did everything on their own. You're right. Morton Downey would get into people's face and, like, fucking yell at them. And remember, he would call them, like, Pablum Puker. You Pablum puking. And he would smoke, like, during the show. Yeah. 
the fuck, man? That's when we, yo, that's when we grew up. You want to feel old? We grew up in a time where people still smoked, like, on TV. On television, yeah. yeah. On live television, yeah. Yeah, that was fucking weird. Good stuff. All right. Deuteronomy 12 starts with pagan shrines to be destroyed. It's already a kill list. <laughs> Did this remind you of anything, by the way? Um, it reminded me of some shit that happened in our history. In our history? Like, personal history? United Not in... States history? No, in our history, meaning during our lifetime, something that will go down as a historical event. Post 9-11, or actually before 9-11, when the Taliban took over Afghanistan, Mm -hmm. they were blowing up like thousand-year-old like Buddhas, like Buddha statues, right? Yeah. So they were destroying like the idols of other religions. And so that is what Moses is telling the Israelites in Deuteronomy 12, he starts off in Deuteronomy 12, verse 2. He says, You must demolish completely all the places where the nations whom you are about to dispossess serve their gods on the mountain heights, on the hills, and under every leafy tree. Break down their altars, smash their pillars, burn their sacred poles with fire, and cut down the idols of their gods and thus blot out their name from their places. So that's exactly what the Taliban did. And we were all like, oh, you know, they're fucking savages. They're animals. But really, all they're doing is doing the word of yes. the Lord. They're, yes. Yeah. Yes, we can't. I, I think as like people, other, people of other faiths, like the Jews believe in this and Christians believe in this, right? Do, do the Christians ignore the Old Testament? Honestly, I don't think they're or, supposed to because it's the Bible. So how can they ignore the Old Testament? It's in the Bible, right? Well, well maybe it's inconvenient. <laughs> I mean, the sane Christians say it's just, you know, it's an allegory or you have to interpret it a certain way. You can't take it literally. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're around Christians. I don't know. You're the one that's always like telling me you're around Christians. They're talking about the Bible. I don't know like where you live or like what people you associate with. <laughs> so he says, you shall not serve the Lord your God in such ways, but you shall seek the place that the Lord your God will choose out of all your tribes as his habitation to put his name there. You shall go there. So basically what he's saying is these other people, these people that are worshiping other gods, they have like remote places where they do it. I'm going to give you a central place that you come to. That's how you're going to worship your God. But I'm going to say fast forward to 2022. Aren't isn't every church, synagogue, and I don't, I don't know the, the Muslim equivalent, aren't those all like remote places to worship God? So you're not taking it a step further. So you're using the word remote, right? Yeah. What he's really saying is, right, he wants them, he wants the Israelites to destroy their like altars and gods on the mountain heights, on the hills, under every leafy tree, right? Right. Okay. It's not that they're far away. These are places in nature because paganism, a lot of paganism deals with like gods, you know what I mean? Like there's a god of the trees and the god of the moon and the god of the mountains. So he's basically saying like, fuck all that bullshit. 
That's not we worship in a house or whatever. You know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, I got you. No, I, I I didn't take it that way at all. I yeah. figured these were structures, but now I get it. It's a totem pole, or it's because gods it's an are idol like, or it's something scattered about. Religion is paganism back then, for the most part, and gotcha. he's okay. the Israelites are set apart in that they follow Yahweh. Yeah, okay. And can I just point out when he goes, you shall go there, bringing there your burnt offerings and your sacrifices, your your tithes and your donations, your votive gifts, your, your free will offerings and the firstlings in your herd and flocks. And I'm just saying that because he says it like five more fucking times. Yeah. I mean, it's they're the stiff necks, so you got to like repeat shit. I get it. I get it. Hmm. So I'm going to say at this point, he is putting up a central place for worship, like the tabernacle was. And he's basically like, don't bring your fucking offerings over to all these remote places because you got to bring it to where the fucking spaceship is, which is the place I'm going to designate. So at this point, I think there's only going to be one meaning place. But we're not far enough. Well, anymore. there's also, look, you can look at it like that, right? Like you can look at it from like the comedy angle of like Yahweh being a middle manager from the island of, oh, no, let's look at it from, from the, the island of Atlantis. Of right. But you can look at it from the historical perspective of like the rabbis writing the history of the Jewish people back then known as the Israelites and saying, like, basically, this is how we become a collective. Like, 10 of you don't go up into the mountains to pray, and 10 of you don't go to a tree. We all gather together at this central place. We become a community through the worship of Yahweh. Okay? So that gets us to Deuteronomy 12, verse 8. <laughs> You shall not act as we are acting here today, all of us according to our own desires. For you have not yet come into the rest and the possession that the Lord your God is giving you. When you cross over the Jordan and live in the land that the Lord your God is allotting to you, and when he gives you rest from your enemies all around so that you live in safety, then... You shall bring everything that I command you to the place that the Lord your God will choose as a dwelling for his name, your burnt offerings and your sacrifices, your tithes and your donations, and all your choice votive gifts that you vow to the Lord. Now, here's, I should have asked the question before I read it so that you can like, as I'm reading it, think of the answer for you and the audience, by the way. But here's the thing. It seems to me like what he's saying is, before you cross over, right now, I don't expect any anything from you. It's only once we've crossed over and I give you like what I've promised, at that point, you have to fucking start giving me tributes and this and this. But then... He didn't say that to the other generations, the ones that he let die in the wilderness, right? So, so He'd say it to those people that the earth swallowed up because they, like, dared, like, question leadership. So do you think this is, like, um, the last night before, like, the machines enter Zion in the Matrix? And they just have a, he's basically giving permission for one big, like, hoedown, like, one big party. 
I mean, he's definitely preparing them for like, yo, once we cross over this fucking river, you better like, you yeah, know, you, you got to fall in line. But what's again, what's weird is this seems to be the directive the whole time. So but now he's saying, all right, let me read this again. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but you shall not act as we are acting here today. All of us, according to our own desires, for you have not yet come into the rest and the possession that the Lord your God is giving you. When you cross over the Jordan and live in the land that the Lord your God is allow, allotting to you, that's like when you fucking have to start. So you understand? So he's saying right now you're all living, quote, um, according to our own desires, right? That's not true. I got a quote about it. I mean, I know what I put it. I wrote, who the hell is acting to their own <laughs> desires? The slightest deviation gets your ass murdered. No, it's it's nonsense. What he's saying here is, you think it was bad before? Wait till you cross this fucking river. You want, you want bad? You're going to see bad. Oh, my God. But it can't get any worse because <laughs> you can't even step an inch out of line. Then podcast over. If it's not getting any worse, I don't want to even do this anymore. All right. So, yeah, so then that was really shocking to me. And that gets us to a prescribed place of worship, right? So in Deuteronomy 12, verse 13, it says, and again, this is, remember, this is all Moses talking to the Israelites, okay? What are you laughing at, Scott? <laughs> I'll let you go through this, and then I got I got, I got, I got something for you. Okay. Some, some, some project for you. All right. Take care that you do not offer your burnt offerings at any place you happen to see, <laughs> but only at the place that the Lord will choose in one of your tribes. There you shall offer your burnt offerings, and there you shall do everything I command you. Okay. First, I need you to come up with a stiff neck voice when you're doing your reading. Like, I need the Israelite stiff neck voice. Because who's walking around and going, oh, a stream. I'm going to offer my shit right here. Oh, a tree. Like, like, like the, who's making random fucking offerings in random places? Hey, look, it's a stream, everybody. <laughs> Let's make an offering to God. But not a Yahweh. Let's make up a God. Going. Keep going. Keep going, man. You want oh, me to keep going? All right. I'll, I'll. Yet, whenever you desire, you may slaughter and eat meat within, within any of your towns, according to the blessing that the Lord your God has given you. The unclean and the clean may eat of it as they would of gazelle or deer. So he's so again, he goes into like, you don't drink blood. And like, uh, you know, when you're eating your offering, this is the way you have to do it. And this is where I want you to go. And, you know, he's basically like, oh, and don't forget the Levites because fucking throw them like a scrap <laughs> too. Scrap. Yeah. They're doing my dirty work. Yeah. So again, yet whenever you desire, you may slaughter and eat meat within any of your towns. My note here is thank you, Yahweh, for letting me eat when I want to eat. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Well, again, he has a very particular diet. And when he's like smelling in like the burnt offerings or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how he processes food. <gasps> Dude. 
I don't know if we've mentioned this before, that the ultimate goal is, I understood like the Levites, they have to be super sanitary and holy because they interact with him. But maybe he controls what we eat because eventually he's going to eat us. Yeah, we've discussed that yeah? for sure. All yeah. Right. All right, then I take away that look of shock off my not, face. Definitely not all of us, but like, in the, like he's going to need meat for his journey back. He's not going to eat all of us, just the chosen ones. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So for some reason, like I really like at this point, I skipped, I skipped, I skipped. I went all the way down to warning against idolatry. Okay. You know why you skipped? Because he literally repeats himself five yeah, fucking he, he's times. He's just going to say the same shit about blood on the altar, blah, blah, blah. Oh, we had to speak about blood on the altar. Go ahead. When you pour the blood out, if you're near him, you got to pour, pour, pour it next to the altar, just yeah. like back in the tabernacle. Right. You know, the fuel tank. <laughs> you got to pour that shit in the fuel tank. Yeah, because remember, there's like grates, remember? Like there's yes. grates that like soak in the blood. Yeah. They invented French drains just for this purpose. Yeah. So that gets us to uh, Moses then starts warning them against idolatry. Dude, I got to stop you again because your voice needs to be used on this when you come up with a voice. All right. on but, uh, but this is Moses. This isn't the stiff necks. No, no. This is going to be the stiff necks because in verse 20 he goes, When the Lord your God enlarges your territory as he has promised you and you say, I'm going to eat some meat. Because you wish to eat meat, you may eat meat whenever you have the desire. Again, thank you. I'm going to eat some meat. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, all right, go ahead. It's like uh, when Carlo was making fun of like women with anorexia. You know, He's like, rich bitch doesn't want to eat. I don't want to eat. Fuck you. So I wrote, these damn stiff necks, Rusty must come up with a voice for them. <laughs> I'm going to eat some meat. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to eat some meat. <laughs> I am going to have some meat. I am going to eat some meat. Meat will be eaten. <laughs> All right. So you would think that these fuck faces would have learned... Not to fucking worship idols. You know why? Because they've been told. Oh my God, have they been told? And they're going to be told again. And again. Deuteronomy 12, verse 29. When the Lord your God has cut off before you the nations whom you are. You think that's how Moses spoke? <laughs> no. Probably not, right? Because yeah. then he would not have needed Aaron. Aaron probably spoke like that. Yeah. Moses is probably like, when the Lord your God has cut off before you the nations whom you are about to enter to dispossess them, when you have dispossessed them and live in their land, take care that you are not snared into imitating them. After they have been destroyed before you, do not inquire concerning their gods, saying, How did these nations serve their gods? I also want to do the same. So again, you think that's what Moses sounded like? That's probably more accurate. Yeah. All right. Aaron, I hope, like, maybe Billy D. Williams. Mm -hmm. Not Billy, James Earl Jones plays him. That would be cool. Um, so again, 
Because you'd randomly go, hmm, how did these nations serve their gods? I also want to do the same. <laughs> really, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Well, look, in fairness... He knows what's up. He knows because they've been in the wilderness for 40 years. They've conquered other places. So he knows uh, they're going to like hook up with women or women are going to hook up with men. And like, you know, they'll fall in love. And, you know, it's it's not it's not hard to understand why they might start worshiping another gotcha. idol. Gotcha. So he's warning them against that for us. Don't do that. You know why? Why? Because Yahweh will probably incinerate them. Oh. <laughs> <Thank goodness. laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that gets us to Deuteronomy 13. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Go ahead, sir. Back to uh, 1231. Please. You must not do the same for the Lord your God, because every important thing that the Lord hates, they have done for their gods. They would even burn their sons and their daughters in the fire to their gods. Who would ever do such a thing? And I'm thinking, Who would ever burn yeah, anybody? Yeah, yeah. They, they would burn their own sons and daughters. What sets us apart is we'll burn your sons and daughters for our God. Well, or Yahweh will burn your sons or daughters. Right, listen, man. If you're, if you're standing by the guy doing it, you're just as responsible. So that gets us to Deuteronomy 13. I'm going to read this part, Scott. I like when you read. What do you think about that? I like when you read. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Soothing. So the gist of this is don't believe anyone who tells you their God's better. All right? <laughs> Listen. There are going to be people, okay, that might come up to you and okay. be like, yo, psst, you like your God? <laughs> Check out this God. Come here. Come here, let me show you about, let me tell you about this be, God. Let I don't think I should you. be hearing this. I right. don't think I should be in this alley. Moses says to the people, if prophets or those who divine by dreams appear among you and show you omens or portents, and the omens or the portents declare by them take place, and they say... Let us follow other gods whom you have not known and let us serve them. You must not heed the words of those prophets or those who divine by dreams. For the Lord your God is testing you to know whether you indeed love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul. Okay, so let me break this down. <laughs> the voice, man. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if that's the right voice. All right. Well, we're working on it. It's a work in um, progress. I don't want to get yelled at for giggling over here, like not you know, yeah. losing my composure. Um, so basically he's saying someone comes and leads you astray. It's God testing you. Mm. And I'm okay with that. You want to fuck with people like that? That's fine. But then he goes on to say... Well, fuck them. I mean, really, fuck them. Go ahead. I, What's I he guess. Go ahead. Uh, now I lost my spot. You're on but five. those prophets or those who divine by dreams shall be put to death for having spoken treason against the Lord your God who brought you out of the blah, blah, and all this fucking great shit I did for you. <clears throat> so you shall purge the evil from your midst. Mm -hmm. But you just said you sent them to test us. So now they're doing what you asked them to do. Test, test your people, and then you fucking have them murdered? 
Like, who would take a side job from God? I'm not doing this job. God comes up to you and says, Rusty, I want you to go down to the congregation and try and get him to worship Baal. God, God doesn't tell you to do something. Do you remember who else he did this with? Um, he made someone act against their will. Oh, Pharaoh. Pharaoh. Right. And Pharaoh, too. Pharaoh. <laughs> Amy Amy was like, I can't believe he's still saying Pharaoh. <laughs> well, now Because it was like thing. episode 46. Now it's a fucking thing. I know. She doesn't know. So, yeah. so She knows now. You gave it away. If he's able to harden the heart of Pharaoh and make him do things he ne- wouldn't necessarily have done, why not? Or, or counterpoint. Mm-hmm. What if he already takes someone who believes in another god but wouldn't necessarily be walking around proselytizing and then he just makes them proselytize, you know? Oh, so it's kind of right. like, you know. He knew you were, you were a scummer behind his back. Yeah. So you just let, he lets you do it. Right. Yeah. All right. You know what? If Tell I'm me. these people, I can sleep at night now because, you know, it's just their true colors he's letting come out. Right. Mm. Okay. All right, so now we get to a section that reminded me a little bit of Scientology. Okay, so in Scientology, there are pe- there's a term called suppressives. Have you heard of this? Um, I've, I've watched I, the only thing I know about Scientology is what I've learned from uh, Lisa Rimini. Right. Well, I'm not asking you like where you got That's all right. your That's knowledge right. so of Scientology say, say, from. I don't know the term suppressive. Oh, okay. What That's what I was asking. <laughs> I wasn't asking for like a whole CV resume about like <laughs> your experience with Scientology. So, oh, here, I'm sorry, Leia Remini. I said Lisa. Leia, Leia whatever. Uh, here's my rudimentary understanding of what a suppressive is. You're a Scientologist. I'm your friend who either was a Scientologist at one point or was never a Scientologist. And now I'm like, yo, Scott, get the fuck out of Scientology. That shit is fucking whack. Right. That's considered a suppressive personality. And Scientologists must cut out all suppressives from their life. I was aware of that, 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 that paradigm, but not aware that's what they were called suppressives. So, this is what this is because it says in uh, Deuteronomy 13, verse 6, um, if anyone secretly entices you, even if it's your brother, your father's son, or your mother's son, or your own son, or daughter, or wife, or whatever the fuck, okay? Um, and they say to you, let us go serve other gods whom neither you nor your ancestors have known, any of the gods of the people who are around you, whether near you or far away from you, from one end of the earth to the other, you must not yield to or heed any such persons. Show them no pity or compassion and do not shield them, but you shall surely kill them. Your own hand shall be first against them to execute them and afterward the hand of all the people. Stone them to death for trying to turn you away from the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. Then all Israel shall hear and be afraid and never again do any such wickedness. 
All right. Well, you're catching your breath. Go ahead, Scott. He just said like a paragraph ago, these other freaking whatever they are, pagans, they even sacrificed their own sons and daughters to, this, to, to their god. This is essentially doing the same thing. If your brother or somebody tries to turn you away from your god and you kill them to please your god, you're sacrificing them to your god. Whether it, whatever the reason you're, sa- you're killing them, it's a sacrifice to your god. So he's, we, they're doing the exact same shit. That they're complaining about other people doing. It's also weird because like they're constantly being told to respect the alien or the stranger or the foreigner. You know, the terms are interchangeable. This isn't showing a lot of respect to strangers. Well, he's not really talking so much about strangers. He's saying even if like it's your brother, sister, mother, daughter, these aren't strangers. So you know what? It's like respect the alien, well, fuck your sister. He's talking about like everyone. He's saying, but he's saying, even if it's like one of these fucks. Okay. You want to get to the town burning? <laughs> burning motherfuckers up? <laughs> it's like, yo, man, I was just talking about taking some people's homes. I wasn't talking about burning people up. <laughs> yo, I smell something. <laughs> so Deuteronomy 13, verse 12. If you hear it said about one of the towns that the Lord your God is giving you to live in, that scoundrels from among you... Have gone out and led the inhabitants of the town astray, saying, Let us go and serve other gods whom you have not known. Then you shall inquire and make a thorough investigation. If the charge is established that such an abhorrent thing has been done among you, you shall put the inhabitants of that town to the sword, utterly destroying it and everything in it, even putting its livestock to the sword. All of its spoils you shall gather into its public square, then burn the town and all its spoil with fire as a whole burnt offering to the Lord your God. It shall remain a perpetual ruin, never to be rebuilt, you fucking filthy pieces of shit. That's, I added that last part, you know, that that's wasn't in saying. the Bible, that's but that's basically it. Um, well, you got some boom in your voice, man. I don't know if it's the echo in here, but it's a little, it's a little intimidating. To be yeah, I mean, listen, you like got, sometimes you got to commit. Or yeah. be committed. Yeah. So these scoundrels. <laughs> I'm close to both. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. So I'm sure the results of that investigation are going to be completely impartial, right? <laughs> like, oh, no. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. No, no. yeah it's not, not like that. No, no. Not like that January 6th investigation. No, bullshit. it's nonpartisan all completely. Right, yeah. So, all right. Now, the putting the livestock to the sword, killing all the livestock, that is just a ploy. It's excessive. Tricking to them. It's, no, of course it's excessive. It's tricking them to kill more f- food for his engines. It's just another fucking reason for them to fucking fuel his shit. Right. <laughs> like any excuse. <laughs> any like, excuse. Right. Right. <laughs> if and, you uh, wake up on Saturday morning at 8.03... You shall go into the fields and slaughter your firstborn lamb 
right. and bring the blood to the altar. Yeah. Quick. Right. <laughs> if you're not home by 827 <laughs> that morning. And I love how you burn the town to the ground and it shall remain a perpetual ruin never to be rebuilt. Well, it's a fucking lesson for everybody, you know. Oh, okay. It's like a mock. It's yeah. like fucking, okay. Nice. It's like committing like a horrific fucking atrocity, but leaving one person alive so that they fucking can tell the tale of how like horrific that atrocity was. Mm. Yeah. They better know the next generation is going to forget all of By the way, wouldn't it make more sense? So like earlier on, like in, in Deuteronomy 12, when he was talking about like going into towns and like just like burning down houses and like taking over wouldn't it make sense to just like rebrand like if mcdonald's took over a wendy's right like why knock down the building and rebuild a mcdonald's just like oh, take off the must, signage yeah, they must cost a fortune yeah like the equipment yeah you're right so i don't understand why they had to knock everything down just like kill everyone the buildings didn't do anything you think they go buck wild they burn shit down when they move in and they're like Fuck, why'd we do that? We never now we got to build this fucking tent again. I got to tell you, so the Nazis were on meth, right? So like German soldiers in World War II were given like a lot of meth. Even Hitler was like on meth. Have you ever seen like the video of him like at the Olympics, like all fucking methed up? I just thought that was just bad uh, video quality of the day. I'll show it to you. <laughs> no, I've seen videos of him. No, but there's like one where he's like really like tweaking. So the German soldiers are also being given a lot of meth for obvious reasons, you know. What what were the Israelites given to keep them going for 40 years in the wilderness? They must be on something. And they have to conquer shit, right? Fairy flakes. So like what what's in mana? That's what I want to know. Yeah, yeah let's get a chemical analysis on that shit. So that's why they're burning shit down. Like when they're attacking like towns. What is the um what is the main cash crop of Afghanistan? It's poppies. A, right. So maybe it was made of some shit like that. Maybe they were fucking high off that shit. Yeah. Yo, maybe they were so hooked on the mana, they had to fucking follow the No, orders. that's I'm saying yeah. it seems like they when they attack there's, like, excessive shit going on. So, like, in every, like, gang movie that I've ever seen, before a drive-by, what are they doing? They're, like, smoking, like, dust or yeah. something in the car, right? They're getting, like, dusted up so that they could do, like, the crime. Yeah? Oh, man. When I was, when I was trying to get into this gang, yeah. the gang leader came over and said, yo, man, you got you to gotta go smoke somebody. Oh, you mean, like, an enemy? No, it's just got to be an ordinary mo. So I took that, that Red Angel... Fucking red fucking angel dust, man. You know, fucking another scene, man. I'm I know that's from New Jack City, yeah, man. I, I get it. You always gotta get zoomed. Well, also, man. it's kind of like the the song. Um, there's a song by I red forgot. Devil, Red Devil, Angel Dust. What I was thinking. Something about the devil, and it's a song about how this guy he was in a gang and event. Oh, Immortal Technique. You know, Immortal Technique. No, that's right. a movie. I'll play it for you. Oh, it's a song. Yeah, it's a song. All right, so. <laughs> That gets us to yes. Go ahead. Before we jump ahead, I had a sure. note here that um, so uh, he mentioned earlier that if the fucking like the the uh, what do you call the people that see the future, the diviners or whatever fuck they what do they call them, wizards? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> if they come to you and say something's gonna happen and it does happen, 
Kill them. Yes. So, yeah, murder the truth tellers for their fake news, right? Which mm-hmm. is going to cover up like, mm-hmm. wow, it's just a little weird. Uh, do you have anything else for Deuteronomy uh, 13? No, we can move on. All right. So in Deuteronomy 14, I mean, honestly, I don't have like a lot for Deuteronomy 14 in terms of notes because I skip pagan practices forbidden, right? So there's a section, pagan practices forbidden, which is basically like, don't be a pagan. Then we get, I'm sure Scott has a lot to say now because we get to the part about clean and unclean foods. Actually, I don't. You don't. I okay. don't because I was like, I want to get a fucking like like a whiteboard out and fucking draw hooves and fucking double stomachs yeah. and fucking chewing the cud and like, fuck you. So basically, here's, here's Deuteronomy 14 up to... The tithes section, because there's a section on tithes. That oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm, I want to get into. There is one thing. I did read when he says the deer, the gazelle, the roebuck, the wild goat, the ibex, uh, the wild goat, the ibex. I didn't know what a roebuck was. I was like, it's like Sears roebuck, right? Wasn't that fucking? <laughs> I don't know. Like, wasn't but basically, Sears and roebuck together. <laughs> but basically, Deuteronomy is don't perform pagan rituals, and then like a list of foods. Land, sea, and sky, you can and can't eat. Like, that's basically what's happening. I, I, I do have two more notes mm-hmm. before we get to regulations concerning tithes. You shall not eat anything that dies of itself. You may give it to aliens residing in your towns for them to eat, or you may sell it to a foreigner. And my note is, yeah, yeah fuck aliens and foreigners. <laughs> what the fuck? And I then mean, you shall not boil a kid in its mother's milk, which is weirdly specific, and he's mentioned this several times before. That's, again, remember, Yahweh is looking for people with a specific genetic code. That is the Israelites. The Israelites must only eat food that is, like, Yahweh approved. You know what I mean? So, like, an Israelite can eat physically. An Israelite would be able to eat and digest something that has like died of old age or whatever, but Yahweh does, can't fucking process that. So, Well, I, I think when they say it, when it dies of its own accord, the problem is when you come across a dead animal, you don't know what killed it. Right. You don't want to eat that so shit. So there's a good chance it could get you sick. It's not it healthy. Kill you. Yeah, yeah, of course. So that gets us to the foreigners and aliens. <laughs> Give it to them. So that gets us to regulations concerning tithes. Okay. Now I'm going to read the first part. Let's break it down. This is Deuteronomy 14, verse 22. Set apart a tithe of all the yield of your seed that is brought in yearly from the field in the presence of the Lord your God in the place that he will choose as a dwelling for his name You shall eat the tithe of your grain, your wine, and your oil, as well as the firstlings of your herd and flock, so that you may learn to fear the Lord your God always. Uh, Why would doing any of that make you learn to fear God? It's weird. Like, yeah, it's like it's like not connected. Yeah. So no explanation. All right, because I didn't understand that either. All right. That gets us to verse 24. But if... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm go sorry. ahead. I'm sorry. It yeah, just came yeah, to me. Yeah, go, go. Um, I would think not setting apart the tithe, you'll learn to fear your fucking God. Doing what you're supposed to be doing doesn't... You've already... 
you must have already learned the fear. Maybe it's in the presence of the Lord, verse 23, where he says, in the presence of the Lord your God, in the place that he will choose as a dwelling for his name, you shall eat the tithe of your grain. Or maybe just by doing that, you're showing your fear. You're doing that because you're, you've already been intimidated okay. into doing this. Okay. And why are you eating your own tithe? So the tithe was like an or like a like a donation. I think so. The more I'm understanding, Yahweh's not interested in the food. He's interested in like the farts and like whatever else, like that you're excreting. Like he likes the excretions. You think this mana and all this other shit he's eating causes a lot of methane and stuff? <laughs> yeah, like whatever. And, and he wants you to eat in his house. I mean, what? Like, you know, like those, like Willie Nelson, like tour buses powered by like garbage and farts Weed. and like, right. Weed. <laughs> so like, that's like Yahweh. Like he doesn't need the food. He needs like. And the, he wants them to eat in his place. The byproducts. It's almost like he's brought like And then take vehicles. a shit like in his toilet. Fuck yeah. And then when you flush it, it just goes directly into like his. How bad does that tabernacle smell? Flux capacitor. Yeah. The tabernacle? It's got a stink. Well, just from the fucking Israelites, like being, oh! being in the desert, like oh, all yeah, those years. Not, they haven't showered in a long time. It's not because, yeah, they're, not because not they're, they're Israelites, oh, okay. but because uh, of their situation. Yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> I'm sure that's how it'll come off when history re- records this. All right, Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kyrie. Yeah. All right. But if... <laughs> When the Lord your God has blessed you, the distance is so great that you are unable to transport it because the place where the Lord your God will choose to set his name is too far away from you. Then you may turn it into money. With the money secure in hand, Go to the place that the Lord your God will choose. Spend the money for whatever you wish. Oxen, sheep, wine, strong drink, or whatever you desire. And you shall eat there in the presence of the Lord your God, you and your household rejoicing together. So basically, if you're too far, go to Vegas. Go to town, man. Do whatever the fuck you want. Get some money. You know, but when you're fucking eating, think about God. No, that's not what no. I got from this. What do you think? I got this from, because now they, they spread out. The land is long, long, and you have to eat in his tabernacle because he needs your methane. He needs your farts. But you can't carry your fucking oxen 20 miles. So what he's saying is sell your oxen locally, travel to the tabernacle, Buy oxen at the tabernacle and eat there. Yes. Eat at our buffet. Right. Pay for the shit here. Right. Fucking and fought in this room. Yes. This is more and more, dude, man. This is. As for the Levite (laughs) residents in your towns, do not neglect them because they have no allotment or inheritance with you. Yeah, you know, always getting the short end of the uh, stick, the Levites. Yeah. Listen, they're obviously getting fucking something in return. You know that. Every third year, 
You shall bring out the full tithe of your produce for that year and store it within your towns. The Levites, because they have no allotment or inheritance with you, as well as the resident aliens, the orphans, and the widows in your towns may come and eat their fill so that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work that you undertake. I can't with that voice, man. <laughs> it's a, it, to me, it sounds like a combination of like... Morty from the, the Family wi- Guy. No, not really. I was thinking more like the... Like the witch offering an apple to the kids. Yeah. And, and Morty. And no, and um Every third year. And the Grand Nagus from Star Trek Deep Space Nine. The Grand what? The Grand Nagus. The oh. Chief Ferengi. Oh, uh, okay. Like the head Ferengi. Yeah. Hey. Huh, yeah. Hmm. So every third year. Always like with weird like See, I'm wondering though. It, this might be self-preservation. This isn't that weird. It sounds like almost like yo, stole some shit away for the fucking rainy day. You need some shit stored away. But he's saying it's specifically for like these fucking. It's like the welfare state. <laughs> he's saying every third year, like whatever you grow is gonna go for like to the Levites, the orphans, the widows. You know, like the aliens. You know, when the last time you said like the aliens, the orphans, the widows, I thought are these like like um, from the warriors? Are these the, the less mentioned the gangs? Because <laughs> the orphans were one of the gangs. That's pretty funny. Yeah. So yeah. Which which gangs on the rollerblades? Uh, the baseball furies. No. No. Why would why would they need to be on rollerblades? Wait, wait. They, they already got a gimmick. The gimmicks. Well, no, wait. The baseball furies. The gimmick was the bats. The bats, but weren't they also? Oh no! The rollerblades sounds like a different like gang, right? They were the mimes. Some of it was some of mimes. That was so it was over the top. It was awesome. I cannot shut that movie off anytime I see it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I ain't got much more to say about this, man. No, I think it speaks for itself. Oh, I see a footnote for a pelican. Or fourteen seventeen pelican. Fourteen pelican. We go back to fourteen seventeen. Yes, and the desert owl. The desert owl is a pelican? Apparently so. Why is it a desert owl? That shit is oh. stupid. And don't pelicans, pelicans live next to the, the water? water? Right? That's what they, they got a big fish hanging in that fucking yeah. thing, right? Yeah, this is You sus. know what? You know what? This is a mistake. You know what they got in the desert? They don't got pelicans. They got pelicans. Because they didn't make it all the way to the water, yeah. right? They ain't got to fucking make it nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Was that all full of sand? The pelicans made yeah. it to the water. Right. The pelicans died so out. I'm not going to argue with this. Food they got there. eaten by the Israelites and yeah. Yahweh. They were coming out their nostrils. They ate so much pelicans. So, I mean, Moses is just rambling at this point. And he's like, what did you say? There's like 47 more chapters on this? Well, not 47. There's like 30-something. We're on what? We just finished 14 tonight. Mm. So we're a little less than halfway through Deuteronomy. So do you think Moses is also like like why would they choose like the Torah to be end the end of the well you know what I'm not gonna say anything about that until we get to the end of this because maybe it has a big finish. Why did they choose the Torah to be the end of? I mean, why did they? Why is the Torah only these five books? But you know, let's wait to the end. Right. Don't give me any of your insider knowledge. All right. 
So I think we're done with this. I think uh, I think we're done. But before we go, I do want to say that people should sign up for our Patreon. <laughs> What the fuck are you laughing at? I'm laughing at... Should people not sign up? Your tact at the beginning is you filthy, scummy motherfuckers. Well, that... Full of rage, and now you're like, you know what I think about it? Well, that sort of like... That sort of wakes them up, you know? That, uh, like... Our listeners are filthy pieces of shit. No, no, no. Keep going with the pace you were going before. And they need... No. I've already explained to you. Shit, I should have stopped you, man. I'm sorry. See, interrupting you is bad. They need the discipline. They need to be disciplined. They need tough love because they are all fucking godless heathens. Just. I hope so. Floating in space on a fucking rock that's spinning, traveling God knows how fast around the fucking sun. God fucking knows this. He doesn't know a fucking anything else, but he fucking knows this. All right. So. Patreon.com slash libel the Bible. Maybe one day when I start saying our fucking Patreon, Scott won't interrupt me during our actual fucking Patreon promo. Um, once again, it's patreon.com slash libel the Bible. Um, go check us out. Uh, and then I guess until next week, you can all go fuck yourselves. I love you all. <laughs>